everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for April. Um, now, getting together and playing games is a good thing. Um, whether you be on the East Coast, the North Coast, the South Coast, but if you're on the West Coast, you maybe don't just want to get together as a group. You might want to get together as a gathering because joining me from the Glasgow Games Group, I've got, I feel so handy, I've got a couple of Andys. So I've got, <laughs> I've got Andy, I've got Mr. Andrew Paul, and I've also got Mr. Andrew Bussey. Um, Mr. Andrew Bussey is involved in the money, and Mr. Andy Paul is involved in being the president of the Glasgow Games Group. So, hello gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. It's good to have you. Sorry for the um, absolutely appalling long stretch and frankly painful, <laughs> painful kind of intro. Um, we're here, obviously we're here to talk about a couple of things. Um, you do have, at the end of June, you've got a special event coming up. It's um, You've got the Glasgow Games Gathering coming up on the 29th of June, so we want to talk a little bit about that. You've also got the kind of the general kind of group um now me being a horrible east coaster and being from fife you know i'm aware of all the lovely kind of little groups around the fife area but obviously there's a we do have some listeners in kind of like the glasgow area itself but i mean for people who maybe haven't heard of yourselves at all the kind of the glasgow games groups you maybe want to start by giving us um maybe a little bit of a history lesson into how you guys kind of maybe kind of got started. Um, did you roll a dice? Yeah. Did you roll a twenty? Pomp. There's a group. <laughs> <laughs> well, we well, we started out in the back room of Games Workshop in Glasgow. All right. Um, in the late mid nineties, I think. Mid nineties, many years ago when it was still on Union Street. Yeah, and that eventually came to an end. Um, they had to move venue. Mm-hmm. So at that point, there was about a dozen of us, and we spent a few weeks scouring around for a venue. Um, found a, a council hall up in the, just north of the city centre, mm-hmm. and that was 20-odd years ago, and we've just grown from there. We started with about a dozen of us playing 40k in Warhammer, mm-hmm. and now we get up to... Well, I think we had we think we had over, over 60 people last night on... Uh, on Tuesday, wow. playing all, all forms of games from 40k to Star Wars Armada to Legion to board games like the new Hellboy game. All right, okay. Uh, um, various other things like Imperator for Rome, 
Uh, we tend to have at least two role play groups in the hall as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. As Andy says, we've just grown for twenty odd years. Yeah. Do you do you, do you run like multiple nights then, or is it just one particular night that you that you run on? It's it's the Tuesday nights. It's just a Tuesday that we run on. Okay. Um, we've got a conversation. It's what five hours. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we've got five five o'clock till ten o'clock, and so there's usually like enough time to get a good good session of something something going. So I think that's how we've grown. We just provided a venue and let people turn up and bring whatever games they want and and go from there. And if somebody's got a new game they want to try out, there's usually some, some fresh um, victims to, to to give it a bash. And, <laughs> That's uh, a good choice of words. <laughs> to uh, to Chris and Cardboard. So. Yeah. Um, Have you boys both been think, involved uh, since the beginning then? I mean, were you kind yeah. of... You know, when you yeah. when you were slipper lads, did you rock up at the the good age of like say you know twelve or thirteen yourselves and kind of say I'm going to play some games? Who wants to play some games? Kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. We've uh, we we weren't involved in the in the committee in the beginning. Mm. Uh, that came later, but uh, but yeah, we've basically. I think we're one of the few people at the club still uh, that are that were involved right from the start, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how we met, wasn't it? It was a game of forty k or something. I think so. Game. I think it, I think it was in GW Union Street. I had the 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 unfortunate <laughs> pleasure to stumble across them. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and it and it grew from there. That's you know, and and through meeting other gamers at uh, at both Games Workshop and you know through the local scene, mm-hmm. uh, that where we got to that was where we got together to the various people to start G three. Do you? I mean, um, have you known each other quite a while? Then did you become friends kind of through the club, or did you, were you aware of each other kind of before um, you kind of met at the at the kind of the group? We met. Um, let's see, I think we, we met in Games in Games Workshop before we founded before the Glasgow Games Group was founded. Right. Yeah, okay. but have, there's other friends that we've met through the club. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've um, met a lot of friends tonight. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've met, certainly made a, a good few friends through the club, and Andy and I have known each other for must longer be, than is healthy. Must be about 25 years, something yeah. like that, at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was, this was back when, you know, Games Workshop, as I say, was on Union Street, and they yeah. used to run their Thursday gaming sessions. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I used to uh, come in and, you know, obviously randomly just, you know, it must have been through gaming, met Andy here, and we kind of became friends that way, and... As I say, when when the club at Glasgow had to had to close, uh, myself and Andy and various other people, uh, somebody had the bright idea of, well, let's start our own club then, because yeah. uh, there wasn't many other places in Glasgow, I think, at the time, especially if you wanted to play a non-games workshop game. Uh, yeah, that was so. I think the other thing that brought the club on was we were starting to we started out with GW games, but we were all kind of suddenly started looking around and going, oh, there's. There's some Battletech, there's some Magic the Gathering, yeah. there's some yeah. other yeah. thing. Did you, did you notice a kind of a, almost like a little bit of a decline in Games Workshop? I mean, obviously, if you look at it now, it's become, it seems to have become the kind of, basically the phoenix that rose from the ashes. And some people will say, well, it mm. never went away. GW's never gone away. But I've never seen it, yeah. I reckon, such a strong brand as it kind of is, as it kind of is just now. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, there definitely was. I mean, like I said, when we started, because we'd come from Games Workshop, that's pretty much all that was being played. Mm-hmm. There were the odd, you know, historical World War Two game or something. Yeah. And then in the sort of 2000s, it pretty much died away. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. we all still had the stuff, but it was just in the back of the cupboard, and we were all playing War Machine or something else, or mm-hmm. card games mm-hmm. or something. I and mean, then, yeah, and then in the last year or so, I don't think I've played many games that weren't GW games yeah. now. So it's certainly uh, certainly you've noticed that at the, at the club as well. I mean, it used to be at the club you would still get the occasional game of say 40k yeah. or or Warhammer Fantasy or something like that. Uh, but now in the last probably two, two and a half years, you know, we've got generally at least three games of 40k on the go every night, mm-hmm. pretty much solidly every week. You know, we've got a core group of about six or seven guys that turn up every week and, and they play 40k and, you know, and that's that's what they want to play. So, uh, and it's great, you know, it's... Uh, uh, you know, I, you know, we and we've all, as Andy says, we've all found ourselves coming back to 40k uh, or Games Workshop games. You know, with the the new releases, mm-hmm. Necromunda, all these kind of things. Uh, certainly, as you say, they're on the they're on the rise again. Yeah, yeah. Have you found um, are more people kind of bringing kind of like board games as well? Have you found that there's is there is there kind of been a change in the ratio? As well as into the number of people that are bringing kind of like tabletop versus kind of board games versus kind of role playing, or is it have you always is it always kind of been kind of steady? Um, we've got the the board game numbers are rising, yes, um, slow um, slowly but steadily. I mean, again, when we started out, it was all entirely miniatures games because that's uh-huh. where we came from. Occasionally, you get somebody who bring along a board game, usually like a you know, an old style war game, you know, a hex mm-hmm. encounter war game. Now there's all sorts of uh, name your game and somebody's somebody's playing it. What did we have last night? We had Hellboy being played. We had, Sushi Go, um, um, Imperator for Rome, Gloomhaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, certainly as Andrew says, there's, there's been a big rise in, in board gamers at the group uh, as well. And it's been quite a, you know, there's been a steady increase. Uh, there's been kind of a, a good core of board gamers, and they seem to have, uh, as obviously people have, have realised that we're also there for board gaming and not just tabletop war gaming. That um, uh, we've seen those numbers grow as well. Do you have? Um, do you get like regularly kind of new members coming in, and you know, just folk turning up for the first time? Do you need to kind of be mindful of making sure that you know folk are turning up for the first time that they're kind of looked after, or or how do you find that? Do you kind of like go through the kind of like the Facebook group, or how do you kind of like get people kind of in and interested? Um, well, obviously we've got our we've got our Facebook group. Um, we've recently become more active on Twitter, mm-hmm. and we've got uh, we've also got a web page with an inquiries email mm-hmm. through that. Um, uh, but we do get people, you know, through the through the Facebook group. Um, uh, you know, we do get people saying, you know, you know, I've heard about you from friends, mm-hmm. from well, other bits on on the internet. Um, uh, and as you say, we are we do try to be mindful so that when somebody turns up and they're obviously, you know, wandering around, but not in that way of, you know, they're they're obviously not there to meet somebody. They're just yeah. kind of looking around at all the 
games, we try and say, oh, well, uh, and certainly we have our regulars, so you recognise, even if I don't know the names, you recognise most faces. Um, So so if you see someone with a new face, certainly someone on the committee, myself, Andrew, uh, there's a few other guys, Gordon and Mike and things, uh, we try and say, you know, just say hello to them, you know, are you new, etc. Try and find out what their what their interests are, mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe point them in a in a particular direction. You know, if there's you know if it's forty k, we say okay. Oh well, we've got a big group of of Games Workshop players over there. You know, so we'll maybe chat to them, or we've got some board gamers. You know, whatever, um, or whether they just want to to wander the room and and see. I mean, we don't uh, obviously we charge a, a nightly fee, but we don't charge if you're not playing. Yeah. So if some so feel free to kind of just uh, go around the club and have a look. A lot of the members are perfectly happy to to have a quick chat about what it is they're playing, um, you know, so that uh, so that people can get a feel as to what happens. Yeah, yeah. Is there? I mean, is there games that you? I mean, is there games that at the moment you are kind of hoping people bring along to the club so you can get a shot of them? Has you got anything <laughs> you kind of like? Oh, it's really. <laughs> Like to see that kind of gloomhaven along and that you kind of did the, the little ears prick up when somebody kind of brought Hellboy, kind of like the other night. Yeah, well, well, certainly Hellboy drew a lot of attention last night, including from myself because <laughs> I was waiting on my Kickstarter pledge. Um, uh, so that certainly that drew a lot of attention. Um, and like you say, there are you know I think I think like all groups, you end up with your kind of a regular group of players. Yeah. Uh, so you, you all end up saying like, oh, well, you know, how about we get together and play, you know, as you say, Gloomhaven yeah. or Hellboy or something like these. Yeah. Um, so were you, were you so, all smiley when you saw the Hellboy on the table or were you like, ah, oh, damn, I just dropped 120 quid in this nonsense? <laughs> uh, no, I was, uh, for me, it was, uh, it's very well done. Uh-huh. Um, the miniatures uh, are nice. Um, the, the, board game tiles themselves they've got that kind of cell shaded comic book look about yeah, them yeah. Um, so, you know it's done to a good standard um, so uh, my my pledge actually showed up today so I'm looking forward to get it on the table did you go so, did you go all in uh, not quite all in. Uh, I didn't go for the kind of the resin <laughs> miniatures and all these kind of things. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but yeah, I think I've got another because they they've shipped out the main game now. But there's the the expansion boxes, and I think they're coming in wave two. So I'll have another oh, big box of stuff. I know. Uh, Mantic is it Mantic? I think it's Mantic that did it, isn't it? So yeah, they're yeah, pretty good. Mantic, at, yeah. They're pretty good at um, kind of getting their follow up kind of waves out. I remember a kind of. Star Saga, I was kind of, it's like a, mm. a continual kind of surprise that keeps given because you get Star Saga. And you yeah. go, yes, I've got Star Saga. And then six months later, you get a raft of other kind of plastic yeah, yeah. you wouldn't expect. I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting all this kind of furniture. Um, what about you, Mr. Yeah. Paul? Have you, is there anything that's kind of like making, that's kind of made you um, excited at the club of recent? I mean, are you yourself, are you more of a kind of a war gamey type guy or will you jump on the kind uh, of the board games yourself? Um, I'm more of a, a miniatures wargamer cool. by by inclination. I do like the war. I do like the board games. Um, I just I like the the look of the, the, the having the having all the, the painted miniatures on the board. Mm-hmm. And I just at the moment that seems to be it's the Necromunda's the the flavour of the, the month at the moment. Oh, right, the okay. Thing 
I have, I had, I do have a, I do have Necromunda miniatures over there. He says yeah, pointing it's... during a podcast, <laughs> which makes yeah. you know, it's, for... it's funny how. It's funny how these things always appear out of the woodwork every now and then. Yeah. You, you well, find I just, something I just kind of got them sitting there. They're not painted, but if I show you them at the camera just now, you can see the quality of the painting that I've done. Aren't they amazing looking gentlemen? They are fantastic. That's award winning stuff. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a golden demon to waiting. <laughs> it's just a shading. You can see how I've done the individual tattoos around their eyes and their eyelashes. <laughs> I hope you're impressed. Um, In terms of, because taking on taking on the event itself, you know, taking on the gathering, what possessed you? I mean, did you wake up the next morning and go, "Oh my goodness, we've just committed to putting together an event"? Yes, Uh, (laughs) yes. There there was a bit of that. I think. I think when the when the first emails, obviously, we talked about it for. Uh, a few years, uh, because the 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 Wappenshaw was the last kind of war game show in Glasgow, and I think the last one of that was twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they all kind of hoped that either it would come back or somebody else would run one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and after a few years, I think it became apparent that it wasn't going to happen. So I think we decided, right, we're going to have to do that. And uh, as you say, so we started organising it. We we came up with a list of People would like to traders would like to invite. We talked mm. to other clubs such as the guys in Falkirk who run Carronade, who've been yeah. a big help. Um, but there certainly was that moment when when we sent out the initial emails and people started filling out the the online registration form. Yeah, it was that kind of like, oh, it's happening. We can pull this off. And then it's like, oh wait, what have we done? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of like that thing about, oh, I'm getting married. Oh, I've got to now get married, and everything else that kind of gets involved <laughs> with that kind of organisation yeah. and everything like that as well. Um, did either of you have kind of um, experience in kind of like running events of this type of nature? No, no, no. I mean, we've. I mean, certainly, as I say, we've we've been to these events <laughs> and we've talked to. You know, as I say, we we talked quite a lot to several of the guys at Falkirk yeah. who were good friends with the. To get an idea of, you know, look, this is this is what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, this is, um, no, this is the kind of thing you'll need to do, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but no, we've we've no real prior experience beyond obviously running the club, and uh, you know, we we try and run. Uh, we do like a, a Saturday kind of gaming day uh, once or twice a year at the club, but mm-hmm. but nothing, nothing, certainly nothing on this scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think this it turned out to be awfully official by the time you apply for licenses and bookings and all that. Start dealing with the you know the money and everything. Yes, yeah. there's a lot more to it than I think we'd thought. I think we thought we'd just book a venue, phone some traders, and jobs are good. And but yeah, yeah. Uh, as I say, we, you know, as Andrew says, you know, having to do things like apply for licenses and then. Um, uh, you know, say right, okay. Well, how are we going to organise payment? Oh, well, we'll need to do like backs payment and all. You know, it's like all suddenly starts becoming very official when you have to, you know, do that and generate invoices and all these kind of things. And, uh, um, uh, but it's, you know, it's it's been a learning curve. Um, 
but I think we're we're slowly getting there. There's certainly lessons we've learned already that if we uh, that hopefully it's successful enough for next year uh, that we would that we would take forward into that. I think. Um, um, In terms of like a lot of events have kind of like they seem to have like a couple of main parts. You've got like the traders who are coming in just to you know to sell their wares. You've got yes. like the play testers as well. It seems to be mm. quite. Um, a lot of them have like open gaming spaces as well. So are you? Yeah. I mean, are you looking at kind of what if somebody when somebody walks in to the hall on the twenty ninth between the hours of ten a.m. and four p.m. What can they expect when they walk into the event? Uh, well, well, this year they can expect to have uh, a good range of traders from. Uh, a lot of war games companies, a lot of retailers mm-hmm. selling mixtures of miniatures, board games, uh, role play stuff. Um, they can expect to have a lot of demo games on show that they can participate in, mm-hmm. ranging from uh, war games of various genres, so historical, sci-fi, fantasy. Um, we've got some board game companies coming along to demonstrate board games. Um, we've even got some of the guys at our club who regularly role play. They're going to be running some uh, short intro sessions of Pathfinder, no so people can have a try at that. Um, uh, unfortunately, this year, like you're mentioning with the open gaming space, uh, uh, we we physically don't have the space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but certainly, it's something we'd like to grow into, uh, like open gaming space having. Uh, uh, a, a bring and buy or or a flea market type idea um, for people to trade. Um, it's something we'd like to look at uh, certainly for for the coming years um, because we know certainly bring and buys are a staple of of a lot of shows. You know, war gaming shows. We know, uh, like you're saying about open gaming space. I think that seems to be more a board uh, like shows that are more board game related. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think. Yeah. But it over, over rather than war game related, but but at the same time, it's something we'd like to do because again, it's the kind of thing it can work for for war games. You know, things like Games Workshop with Shadespire. It's a very easy thing to just turn up and you know you put a mat down and you can play very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I think it is something we'd like to do. Um, I think for for this year though, as I say, unfortunately, just with the the limit of space we've got. Um, because there's always that thing of you can you know you can book as much space as you want, but it costs money, and then if you don't fill it, then uh, then that's always uh, yeah, that can end up you know basically cancelling the show for next year. So I think we'd like to try and work on this and and work our way up. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it is we've all come from from the point of view of organising the show. All the shows we've been to previously have basically been. Like war game shows, which are you know a six-hour thing during the day, the games are all sort of pre-arranged and run for you. Yes. Um, only as we've started going to more board game events, we were at the Glasgow Games Festival earlier this year, and Tabletop Scotland, and Andy was down at the Games Expo last year. Yeah. Um, we're seeing well, certainly I'm seeing more of the board gaming side of things, um, and it's you know stuff like. You know, the, the open gaming space isn't something I've experienced at a show before, so it wasn't something I'd sort of considered as as, hap- as a thing to have. But now we're, you know, it's obviously as we're going on with things, it's certainly still it's going on the list for for future to 
yeah. to try and combine. But when, I mean, when you're right, when you're kind of running, the issue with running an event is if you go ahead and if you copy or you do what every what everyone else is doing, then you don't mm. get your own kind of identity. And like, say, Ooh. the Glasgow Games Festival, predominantly, it is all about the open gaming space. There was very few. You know, when I went the previous year, there was very few traders. There was a very, you know, there was a much smaller kind of playtest area, and it was predominantly yes. there was kind of like, uh, you know, Asmodee were there to demonstrate. They did have, I think, they had Haba as well at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were very, very much open kind of space and open gaming. If you went to say when like Tabletop Scotland, they were kind of like a mixture of. They did have a large space for kind of like the for the open gaming but they did have an awful lot they seemed to have an awful lot more kind of like terms and play testing areas so they had a larger kind of play testing area but they also had like a family area as well and then they also had some like kind of conference stuff off to the side so um the trouble is if you end up with you know five events all doing the same thing what's the point in having kind of like What's the point of having five events at all if they're all kind of going to be the same? You might as well have the same yeah. company kind of doing a tour around Scotland, yeah, kind, of, yeah, kind yeah. of bringing it away. So it's interesting, and also as we said earlier, the kind of the whole kind of wargaming space does seem to have caught a lot of imagination. I mean, recently we've had obviously things like Kill Team, you know, much smaller, faster kind of war playing games you've got your star wars legion of this world and things like that as well and i think uh, Mm. you need events like what you're looking to run to again to encourage people who are on the edge of jumping into the hobby to actually taking that next step and uh, you know it's kind of always it's always kind of interesting have you looked at um kind of like the family side of things and i mean have you got that to think about if you've got the catering to think about and toilets and all that kind of thing is that all something else you've got to kind of look at and consider as well uh, something to consider although given the venue we're in the catering and toilet facilities and that sort of thing are all yeah they're all they're all part of the venue um, so, th- so thankfully that's not something we're having to arrange separately right um, if we were you know yeah yeah if we just yeah. had Someone who had to get a load of a load of portaloos and a burger van in. Yeah, yeah. But no, thankfully, thankfully, as he says, you know, we've got you know, there's a cafe on site, and obviously they've got all toilet facilities and stuff like this. Because you'd always just nip round to Ibrox and nick the the burger van from there. (laughs) 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 What are you doing? I'm just away to get. I'll bring it back for Saturday. Didn't worry, pal. Yeah, it'll be fine. Just, just dragging it, just dragging it back to yourself there as well. Um, I mean, is it is it straight? I mean, obviously for the for you kind of doing the kind of the the uh, the promotion for the group, it is just a case of you know, Jane says, "Oh, I fancy playing some board games. Do you do you have folk that play board games?" And one of you says, "Aye, if you just come along, then we'll get you sorted out." Is it a different thing for you actually needing to be like the public face of the Glasgow Games group for the gathering? You having to go about and kind of be smiley and obviously contact people to kind of build up the kind of the promotion and make aware, make sure people are aware of the event. Has that been kind of like a bit of a, I guess, a baptism, baptism of fire, a kind of a new kind of learning skill set that you've had to pick up as well? 
Um, I think it has, uh, as you say, with with the games group. I mean, we do. We've always done some promotion. We've mm. gone to war game shows and ran demo games, and you know, let people know that we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, the majority of it has been, uh, as you say, I'll, most people who who come to us have either been to one of these shows and they know about us, or they they find us through the internet. Mm. Uh, going out and doing, say, something like this. Uh, is you know has been a bit of a uh, again a very big learning curve. You've you've had to think right. Okay, well, well, how are we going to promote this? We have to be, you know, more active on things like social media. We have yeah. to be, you know, we as I say, we're we're obviously coming on uh, shows like yourself to try and help get the the word out about the the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, taking looking at okay, well, do we take out magazine adverts? All these kind of things, which uh, which we've arranged. Yeah. Um, uh, sending around flyers to shops, all these kind of things, uh, and as you say, just trying to be the kind of, uh, you know, the the public face um, <laughs> of it, and, uh, and and basically, you know, you as you say, you have to go up and you have to, uh, you, you always have to put your best foot forward, basically, um, and just uh, you know build up a, you know, because obviously you're you're wanting to build up a relationship with these with these traders and demo yeah. people, you want them to back and uh, you want them to come to your show have a good day mm-hmm. uh, um, for it to be worth their while and then for them to come back next year um, and obviously they will talk to other traders uh, and they will say that you know hopefully they will, you know the idea will be oh, yes this show was worth it and, and eventually we'll end up with enough traders that you know it becomes worth it to move to a bigger space and yeah. know, we can get more in we can grow the show from there yeah I mean, I was at Aircon um, at the beginning of March, and I know mm. the organizer quite well. Or I say I know him quite well. He says, um, "Stay away from me, or I'll set the dogs on you." But um, <laughs> um, I mean, Aircon started in a living room. I mean, that's what you know. Mark's joke about Aircon was the first one that he did was actually around his house, and it was just yeah. somewhere that he made too many sandwiches, had too many board games, and things just got out of control. Um, but now yeah, he's yeah. obviously in the space where he's got a couple of thousand people kind of going through the door and he's got all those, you know, he's got all those kind of various kind of things going on. And it's one of these things is like um, one of my friends says to me, you can't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10 kind of thing. You know, so you kind of got to yeah, build yeah. slowly and see see where the kind of the, the kind of the event, the event kind of grows. But it must... It must be kind of exciting for you, kind of growing something from nothing and kind of building it up, you know. Yeah, yeah. We've been certainly. I know we've got our things we'd like to do in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's just going to be a little bit nerve wracking, I think, until it comes to six o'clock on the Saturday and to see how many people <laughs> have actually had turn up. I yeah. think it's going to be that. That'll be when we know. Whether we do it again, yeah, or not. yeah. So um, at the moment, as long as we get some people through the door and nothing actually explodes on the day, I think that will be a success. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it depends if somebody rolls a critical fail or something like that. Though you never, know. <laughs> as long as it's not me, that's fine. <laughs> have you thought about? Uh, um, have you thought about kind of like ticket prices and things like that? Then have you? You kind of decided on that. Um, uh, we have thought about ticket prices, uh, so it's probably going to be more aimed towards, say, the the, the war gaming end. Uh, so, uh, where there may be only kind of two three pounds for for entry, um, 
I think mostly because they they tend to be shorter shows, and yeah. uh, I think part of it is also board game shows, uh, like you like we say, tend to have a lot of things like open play space and things. Yeah, so it's yeah. effective. But it's a bit like going to say a, a games venue, and um, where you'd be charged table hire. Whereas obviously here there will be demo games, but uh, and and we hope lots of people come along and play these games. But um, but uh, you wouldn't be able to say either turn up with games and expect a games library or um, uh, or purchase games on the day and just and and have a space available to play them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. uh, and and certainly you know with the venue we've got and the the traders, um, that's that's kind of the, the pricing structure we're looking at so far. Um, uh, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot more inexpensive than I thought, to be perfectly honest. But then I can see, I can see that you want people just. Kind of going, oh yeah, three quid. I'll just, I'll go in. I'll have a look. Well, around. I'll kind of see, you know, I'll see what it is. You know, most folk, yeah. You know, most folk, folks spend more money on a coffee from Starbucks yeah, yeah. these days. Well, you know. Well, hopefully, if we if we don't take too much of their money off them at the door, they'll have more to spend on the the traders inside. Is the hope? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I uh, guess it is um, the case I mean, of like they're not going to wait. You know, they're not going to feel if they don't if they walk out and they feel they've got they've, they've got a real sense of satisfaction they're gonna just like they'll text the friends i mean you know what social media is like there'll be somebody mm, that will knock yeah. down if you get folk going in at like 10 o'clock and they say oh, this is fantastic went around in yeah. a couple of hours it was a good time to get around and the other side of it as well is you'll get potentially um the dads and the mums dragging the two kids about just to go and look at all the you know Look at some of the war games and stuff like that going on because it's not again. It's yeah. not. It's you know. I think. Uh, I think the most disappointing thing experience I ever had was the first time I went to Deep Sea World, and I think it was about fifteen pound a ticket, and you went round in about twenty five minutes, and yeah, there was lots of lovely fish, but you still went round in twenty five minutes, and you kind of walked out yeah. the other side going, "Aye, well, that was a tunnel." And there you go, and you walked yeah. kind of on. So it sounds no. I mean, it's um, that certainly sounds uh, certainly yeah. sounds absolutely kind of more more than reasonable. Um, in terms of kind of like things like you know, volun you know volunteers, are you gonna have kind of folk on at the day to kind of help out, making sure that people don't kind of get lost, that people could you know folk you've got answering questions and stuff like that. Is this other things you've got kind of like to think about as well? Yeah, yeah, we're. Trying to bully as many of our club members as possible into into helping out on the day. Yeah. Um, um, and if anybody listening to this unaccountably <laughs> feels they have to help out on the day, then all volunteers are gratefully received. Um, um, but no, we've had we've had a good response from the club mm-hmm. from our from the club members so far. Um, uh, and yes, you know, certainly we'll obviously have we'll have volunteers on on the door taking money, handing out tickets, etc. Mm-hmm. We'll have, you know, the, the idea is we'll have a couple of volunteers, one or two volunteers, you know, always kind of wandering the hall um, in shifts to so that, you know, as you say, if somebody's got a question, if somebody's lost, etc. Yeah. You know, then they, uh, then hopefully they'll be uh, there to help out or or if they don't know the answer, then, you know, be able to find someone who will. Sure. That sounds good. Um, if people have um, listened along, obviously the, the plan is to get you guys back in before the event, you know, starts um, to find out more about 
the traders that are going to be there and the demo guys mm. that are going to be there and what they can expect to be there. But if people have listened along and said, oh, I'd actually want to find out a little bit more, where can we kind of find you guys on the on the internet webs, as they would say? Um, you can search for us on Facebook under G3 Gamers. Okay. Uh, that'll bring up our, our kind of main... Uh, kind of official club page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a, a we do have a, a kind of a more general chat page for just the, the club members to use. Okay. Um, but that should be our more our official club page, which we use for announcements for traders. Uh, so the list of all these things is there. Okay. Um, we're also on Twitter at uh, at Glasgow G three. Um, all right. Okay. Again, uh, we've got uh, we've we've posted all our kind of trader announcements, etc., and, and any announcements about the club. Uh, there so again you know either of these pages or the general chat page are great to kind of come along and interact with us um we post other things as well we're always here we're always happy to hear what people are working on you know hobby wise um and we've got uh uh just a website as well if if uh, people look for it's g3 gamers or glasgow games group that web page should uh, it's uh, g3gamers.co.uk yep. awesome and um, we're also on we're also on Instagram now as again G three gamers. So oh, cool, good. You can see some photos of what we've been up to. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I mean, what we'll do is we'll make sure that we we'll take all of those links and we'll put them in the show notes, so we've got uh, notes to show. Um, mm. Thank you very very much for coming on, gentlemen. Um, as I no, say, thank you very be- much for having us on. We'll get you. Um, we'll get you back on, kind of closer at the time. To, um, you can kind of uh, tell us tales of what delights we can expect to find at the end of June. Um, for everybody who wants to keep an eye on what we're up to, go to the internet, search for We're Not Wizards. You'll find us all over the place, with worn out faces, worn out places like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and. Um, Yes, and our website, we'renotwizards.com, and our blog, we'renotwizards.blogspot.com. And you can email us, magic at we'renotwizards.com, and you can find us in all the podcast catchery places, all the places with pod, all the places with cast in their name, like uh, Spotify, which has neither got pod or cast in the name, but it's Spotify, so we thought we'd mention it. If you like what you've listened along tonight, and uh, as I say, check out all the links for the Glasgow Games Gathering at the end of June. Um, <coughs> two things you can do you can um tell somebody about us which is always nice or the other thing is you can go to apple podcasts and you can drop us a subscription you can drop us a rating you can drop us a review if you're going to drop us a rating or review uh, don't give us 10 stars because it makes me big-headed and i'm bad enough as it is but don't give us one star because um it'll make me cry and i'm a fairly ugly crier um give us five because it's in the middle, it's a little bit average. Um, but the people who have not been average, it's Mr. Andrew Paul, it's Mr. Andrew Bussey. They are the Glasgow Games Group. And thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming on. Um, there's only two more things to do. And the first thing is to remember that we're many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, gentlemen? I don't think I'm a wizard. Don't. We are not wizards. Definitely. Definitely. There you go. Thumbs up. Definitely not. Fantastic. And the second thing is is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from um, El Presidente.
Mr. Andrew <laughs> Paul. Say goodbye, Mr. Paul. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Paul. And it's a, and it's a goodbye from the man with the money, the checkbook <laughs> controller. <laughs> he may be busy, but he's also bussy. It's Andy Bussy. Say goodbye, Andy. Goodbye, Andy. <laughs> and it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe, roll sixes, and make something awful. And until the next time, goodbye. <laughs>